Welcome to the Blake and Sal Show with Mark, celebrating its 10-year anniversary, dominating the podcast world. Now sit back and relax, and let's welcome your host, Blake, Sal, and Mark! Hello and welcome to the Blake and Sal Show with Mark, episode number 453. I'm your host, Blake, and I made a deal with somebody off from VisionWorks today because they pissed me off. So that's been that kind of a day. <laughs> um, so let's um, bring on, first of all, let's bring on, bring on my co-hosts, um, well, our regular, our regular Pick and Sale podcast, we'll be back in a minute, I'll introduce him when he gets back. Well, let's bring on our other co-host, the man who I actually saw intentionally watching Crystalline Knows Best the other day, and I really judged him for it. The man, the myth, the legend, Mark Dad, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Uh, so I'm not the biggest heel in podcasting? No, you're definitely not the biggest heel in podcasting. I can guarantee that. Because I guarantee you... you and as you, far as Crystalline Knows... Okay. Oh, because yeah, I, I guarantee you... I guarantee you, you did not make this soundbite. Fuck Cody Rhodes. So, <laughs> well, well, there's that, isn't there? <laughs> that kind of says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> so, anyway, you were saying that again. <laughs> you know, watching her sleep was best. The reason why I was watching it is his wife was getting more and more upset with him, and I wanted to see what was going to happen next. Either she was going to give him an ultimatum, or he was going to say, Yes, dear, and back down. He's a fucking know. jackass. Okay, I'm not gonna say what I say. Okay, I'm gonna be nice, and I'm not gonna just say what I say normally during Raw when I see his stupid, stupid, stupid fucking face because I don't well, feel well, like dealing with that. But <laughs> well, here's the thing: you probably said the right word, and you it probably fits. But no, I no, trust I, me, I, trust me. You don't want me to say what I say during Raw when I see his stupid fucking face on the show. You don't want me to say what I say because you, because trust me. I might get canceled if I say half the shit I say about him when I'm watching and they're watching the commercials. You mean fucking moron? No, that, that's being nice. That's okay. being nice. <laughs> but anyway. Anywho. Um, well, since we're waiting for him to get back here, let's, um, let's bring on our special guest for the show. Making his 11th appearance on the show. It's our 10th anniversary time. Making sure everyone gets to know how many people have been on the show. So 11th appearance on the show. Sign up with you 
Let's bring on from Bat Minute and Miami Minutes, John Parker. John, welcome back to the show. It's been a while. Hey, thank you for having me back. I am always excited to come on because this show is too sweet. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, let's get that back up. And let's bring on our other co-host. He just came back. He was, he's dealing with work stuff, so I can't really blame him for having to run off like that. The biggest film podcasting. The man behind, um, hang on, let me bring this volume back up and do this. Fuck Cody Rhodes. Sal, how you doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, you sound wow. like Seth Rollins. <laughs> I am, I am wonderful housing. <laughs> wonderful housing. There you go. Wonderful housing. So I put the music back on. So my edit, John Parker housing. <laughs> Let's um. Okay, I put the music back on. Sal, what are we opening the show with? Um. Lita's theme, who's apparently now a tag team champion for some strange reason. <laughs> what a bizarre! It's been a bizarre week. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm happy about it. I didn't, didn't see it coming. <laughs> coming I at all. Love her. I've always loved her, but that was like a shock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering why I was stunned. It, 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 it's now official and in the record. What's funny is, what... <laughs> sorry, I just look at the red sheet. Look at the red sheet. It's funny when I see it in writing. It's funny when I see it in writing. <laughs> anyway, no, what's funny about that whole situation on Monday, Sal has a tendency of, like, not watching the third hour of Raw, ever. And then every week, every week lately, this guy wakes up the next morning to be texting him an update for the last hour of Raw, like, wait, what happened when I went to sleep? <laughs> it's hysterical. Every week, it's so funny lately. <laughs> Oh my god! So that's that, that, that was pretty funny. So, so Seth Rollins is the one that makes the comedy of the show. Bye bye, bitch. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Cannot stay permanently on the uh, on the uh, soundboard. I think that in this. Fuck Cody Rhodes. We're gonna be on the soundboard for the mania season at least. <laughs> oh, poor Cody. <laughs> so, so basically, when you say. Fuck Cody Rhodes, and Fuck then bye-bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, by the way, Sal, I want to make a note. We put that clip up last, after the last show two weeks ago, and that's like one of the most watched videos I put up on TikTok this is, in the last, like, six months. So, like... <laughs> that, that was pretty, although, usually, usually the ones that are, like, the most most watchable are, like, AEW ones. So, the fact that that one was... It was that one, because, probably because I put, like, Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes all in the title of the video. That's what I'm going to do with it. But still, it was pretty bad. That was the most wide video I've had in a while. So, yeah, yeah. So, all right, let's get started with the show, and then we'll get into things. Help support the show, Final Power, where you can find the show and other projects we work on at theblankethousehow.com housing. Apparently, so theblankethousehow.com housing. You can buy our shirt, stickers, hoodies, colored pencils, and more from our T Public store. Click on the T Public link on our site. Or go to Tee Public and search the Blake and Thou show, uh, not with housing. Uh, and yeah, and please help pay for our drug addiction. <laughs> hey, do we have the Blake and Thou show with Mark Keefob? Little items actually available. Keefob? Is that what you said? Keefob. Yeah, I heard him say. I heard him say. Let's go to break. We'll come right back. All right. Um. First of all, if you have not already, go pick up Mandy's book, I Know I Am, available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Internet Publishing, in English and in Spanish. Now, as per always, we will look back at our show history, 
And um, we took last week off. I, I um, February eighteenth to March third, and um, we have a bunch of people, a bunch, a bunch of stuff on here. First of all, February twenty first, two thousand fourteen, was Zach Zimmerman's first appearance on the show from ProWrestling.net, formerly from ProWrestling.net, not there anymore, but mm-hmm. still a good person. Also, a former from ProWrestling.net, hating lead, uh, yes. one of our our whales constituent, love, love the guy. Oh, I, I hope we can reach out to him for the anniversary show. It's been a while since I talked to him. Um, February 25th, 2016 was his first appearance. And, and right before the pandemic, we were previewing AEW Revolution, and Mike Pankow came on the show. I have not really talked to him much since, because the pandemic threw everything, threw a and everything, and he hasn't been back on the show since. Ironically, it was right, before, I think it was right after that when John started coming on the show, which is probably why I never reached back to Mike, because we have John instead. <laughs> I, I eliminated him, and I took his place. <laughs> I, I think we traded up for that. I believe, though. Um, one more thing, February, February 27th, 2015, I sat down and interviewed one ACH. His name I haven't asked that in a while. Matter of fact, I was watching, um, so I, I reset up for Honor Club for, um, for the Ring of Honor. Um, the Ring of Honor show starts up this week, and I wanted to make sure I Honor Club to watch it. And I'm like, well, I'll watch an old show. And I started watching Field of Honor 2015, and that's a, that's a who's who fucking show. But ACH is on the show. I'm like, I haven't heard that music as long. I forgot how badass it was. I forgot how badass the music was. I love it. <laughs> hey. So, that being said. All right. That being said, let's do this. And now, let's get into the crazy world of professional wrestling. All right. Before we get into the pay-per-view, we're here to talk about a few notes we have to go through. First of all, um... New Japan Battle in the Valley. We talked about that our last episode. We were here. We previewed that. And I, I did watch the show. The whole show. It was really, really good. I enjoyed myself. So did I. Um, uh, the one thing I will say, the, the big news that came out of it was Mercedes Monet. Monet. I have to make sure I say Monet, not Monet. Two different things. Mercedes Monet. She won the IWGP Women's Championship over Kyrie. And I gotta admit, that was a great match. It was a great fucking match. Like, I really enjoyed it. It was like 25 minutes. It was really, really good. Um, comparable to like the nine minutes the woman got at Russell Kingdom. Um, <laughs> it was like 25 minutes. It was. I, I loved Mercedes' entrance. Um, they could have lit, lit it better. They could have lit the damn thing better because, you know, New Japan had terrible lighting issues all the time for strong stuff. Like with, yeah. like with torches? No, not with torches. <laughs> With a flashlight battery. Like, actually, you know, turn the lights on for the dancers. Like, you have these full-out dance crew. Like, men and women doing this amazing dance because I would love to see most of it. Unfortunately, I don't feel like the four four people in the front because the lighting was so damn bad. Like, oh my god. dance crew, like, Rihanna's for the halftime of the Super Bowl show? No, they were not dressed like semen. That was not what it was. <laughs> but no, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, And maybe what was, was funny was I watched the match. And Mandy came down as watching the match, and she she saw the ending. She knew the ending, and we sat down and she was watching. I was watching Okada and Tanahashi, and then Okada's cutting his pro show promo, and Mercedes comes out, and she stands next to him and cuts his promo, and I look at them. I'm like, why does this make sense? Like, why does this make sense? And then Mandy looks at me. He's like, why is she likable? Like, how is it possible that Mercedes is likable here? <laughs> like, like that. I've never understood the. Some people complain. Uh, I like it. Mandy has never been a fan of Sasha Banks. He was never a fan of her, especially near the end. But, like, Mercedes Renee came off so fucking likable. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, it's a whole different person. And I give her credit. I give her a lot of credit for that. John, you, if you're, you're talking like you've seen this, so go ahead. 
yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it as well. Uh, I wasn't sure what to expect. I'm a fan of hers, and I love I love Kyrie a lot. But I still was like, well, I don't know. It's it's still a new championship, really. You know, I wasn't sure how much time they were gonna get. Uh, but no, they just let them go for it this time, which was fantastic. Uh, I thought she might have a bit of ring rust, but I didn't really pick up on anything in particular, I, especially after her debut, and she kind of botched her move. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but she didn't do that. It was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, Dad, you said you watch it. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean. For being the new kid on the block, so to speak, with the organization, um, I think the the program between her and Kyrie went really well. The match went well, and you had a couple of, of botchments that it was that's easy to overlook when the rest of the match goes out, and, and you, you see how solid the rest of the match is. And right now, she's likable, and I think that's what she wants people to think. What? Here's the thing. We all know that that likable person is not going to be around for long, and out comes the real bitch. Here's the problem, though. I don't know if it'll matter. I don't think it'll matter in New Japan. Because Okada right now is kind of an asshole, yet he's like the number one face in the company. So, like, let's be honest here. He's kind of an asshole right now. So... (laughs) I mean, he well, looks. I suppose, in, from her perspective as well, it's so easy to come in as a big star from abroad and be a heel. It's easy. So maybe she thought, well, I'll give this a try. I'll see if I can pull this off. And it seems to be working. Yeah, well, it's only been one match. I have no idea when the next New Japan show for her is. I, that's the problem with New Japan, is I don't have a clue what's going on with them half the damn time. No, same. Even when I watched it all the time, I still was confused. <laughs> I mean, they have a WrestleMania weekend show, so I'm kind of hoping he's on it. They haven't announced any women's matches. They only announced the three matches for that show still. So, like, I'm hoping they do, like, a promotional match with Impact with her. I wouldn't mind that. Like, I would love to see, like, I would love for them to do, like, a Mickey James versus um, Mercedes or, like, a Jordan Grace versus Mercedes or something like that. I'd love to see that happen. With, with Mercedes coming on and getting the belt, off the bat, my thing is, is, does this ruffle feathers with the female talent? In well, Japan? female talent. That's the problem. Here in Japan, they don't have a lot of female talent. Well, now, That's the problem. Now do, <laughs> and now they do. So my thing is, is this going to sit well with the other ladies? Okay. And to answer your question, Battle of the Valley was the most bought New Japan show in America since they started doing pay-per-views in America, just in America. It was the most purchased one. So I don't think it's going to be a problem if they're making money. I don't think it's going to be a problem. <laughs> I, th- I think the lack of... Because I know, obviously, they borrow people from uh, stardom and stuff because it's kind of in conjunction with that. Oh, it's the same. They own the same. They own companies. They own both companies. Yeah. Those yeah. people know. But it's like the lack of dedicated uh, wrestlers who are just going for this belt actually works in, in uh, Mercedes' favor because, yeah, you can put it on her. Nobody will really complain, I don't think. True. Um, She'd she'd be like a trailblazer then. Pretty much. Pretty much. Her and Kyrie. Um, Sal, you're sitting there cringing during most of this. Any thoughts on Mercedes (laughs) winning the belt? Probably not going to say that because this is on video and people can see the video. So, (laughs) If she can just change that thing that's going on on top of her head, I'd be okay. Well, okay. She did change her hair for the match. It wasn't that weird hair thing she did for her for her opening. It was a different hair for the match, so that was good. 
at least. Well, that was an odd hairdo, wasn't it? Like, I, it was I terrible. Know, like, it was it bad. Got it, but it didn't look like what she was going for. No. <laughs> I mean, there were there were a couple times where Kyrie had to realize that it's a wig, and the move she wanted to do. A couple of them almost caused the wig to fall off, and they didn't want that. So. By the way, you know what's funny? Did you realize that was only their second, like, one-on-one -on -one match ever? Kyrie and Mercedes? They had one match in WWE. They talked about it in a commentary. It was, they, they said they had one match in WWE, and then everything else they have a tag matches. This is only the second time they ever had a one-on-one -on -one match. Oh. So, that's interesting. I like the fact that they talked about that on commentary. So, like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's move to WWE. So Sal messaged me with this one, and his reaction was hysterical to me. Um, so we're going around. Apollo X is trying to keep WrestleMania shows shorter this year, closer to two, two and a half to three hours per night instead of the four or five-hour marathons we normally get, um, which as someone who works on Monday morning, I'm greatly appreciated that for the Sunday night show. Um, I'll get to that, trust me. I'll, I'll vent about that when we get to Revolution. But um, Sal, you, were, you texted me on this one, and what was your immediate reaction when you texted me? Why are we doing two nights? Is that what I said? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's the problem. As I said to you, Paul Beck kind of got the two-night show. He can't change the two-night show, especially because by the time he took over, the tickets are already sold. Like, you can't really change that now. But you can change the length. You can change the amount of matches that are going to be on the show. Um, I have no problem with this person. A lot of people are backstage getting pissy. I'm like, guess what? Old school WrestleMania is for four hours. Just yeah. four hours, and it was eight, ten matches. That was it. That was the show, and you earned your way onto the show. <laughs> so, is the Hall of Fame going to be separate then? It's on Friday night after SmackDown. That's where it was last year. Okay, where it was last year. I just didn't like, know so if people could fall asleep watching it like last year. Or not. <laughs> so you could fall asleep watching it like you did last year. <laughs> Yeah, How come they haven't announced anyone for that yet? I don't know, and, and that actually that theory for that is okay. Dad, you first. There's one person I found out, and I guess it's true, that's it's going to be in the Hall of Fame, and that's Batista. Well, that's what they said three years ago, so we'll see what happens when they actually announce it. <laughs> but, um, well, I, the only rumor I would say, Sal, is, and this actually got brought up on .NET Q&A, and Jason Powell addressed it. The, the, the word maybe is, maybe, because it's, they're not selling separate tickets. It's not like they have to sell separate tickets. It's on the net. It's on Peacock. It's not a separate real thing. So they don't have to be like, Undertaker's on, buy tickets. They don't have to do that this year. Because it's part of the SmackDown. It, it literally is going to be two for one with SmackDown. So maybe they're realizing, oh, okay, okay we, we can wait until later to announce things because it's not like we have to worry about selling the tickets. That might be what's going on here. Which is fine. As long as they have a good lineup, I'm not really worried about it. Don't do nine people. Do like four or five max. Well, much yeah. like the main show being shorter, I think that works better shorter as well. I, I don't oh, yes. like it when it's like nine, ten people. It's like, oh, gee, I, I'm bored. I fall. I'm like, one year I legitimately fall asleep. Like, one, and I, I joke about it from last year. Like, one year I legitimately fall asleep during the holiday. Like, legitimately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's just it's if, too much. Yeah. If, yeah. if you have like four or five categories and you say, okay, one for male, one for female, one for tag team, both female and male, and then you have one for celebrity. Deceased or celebrity. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Well, we'll see what they do this year. Batista, I think, deserves to go in because he was supposed to be in the 2020 class. And then he decided he didn't want, he didn't want to be inducted in the, in, the, in the Thunderdome. And then last year, he, I think he was busy last year. I think he was busy doing the like Guardians or something last year. So they couldn't, they didn't want, they couldn't, they couldn't have him in. So they didn't bother to announce him because he wouldn't be there. 
So, like, this year he's actually available. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Quite not. Yeah, I think he deserves it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so we mentioned it at the top of the show. Good. Give me what I want. <laughs> so, okay, so I was rewatching WrestleMania 21 recently because I just needed some background noise while I was cleaning. So I put on WrestleMania, an old WrestleMania, just to have background noise. And I'm watching WrestleMania 21. What a weird show that is, by the way, watching it now. What a weird show that is. But um, Batista's in the main event of the show. And watching young Batista wrestle against Triple H is one of the strangest things ever, knowing that, like, years from now, he's going, he went from the, the diabolical animal leading all evolution to give me what I want for his retirement match years later. Like, it was hysterical. <laughs> the, the best part was when he came down in that wheelchair and he went down the front ring and he's got all his stuff on there. Oh my God. It was, I really thought it was hysterical we watching that show recently. So, so anyway, um, but we mentioned at the top of the show, Becky and Lita, so we don't have to get into that here again, but I, I don't, I don't know how to feel. I know there's rumor going around that it's going to be damage control versus um, Becky Lee and Trish at WrestleMania. Had you stopped putting Howl's on everybody's name on the run sheet? Had you stopped doing that? Lena Housen? Lena Housen. Not to be mistaken with... Not to be mistaken with... Leader Hosen. Hey, yeah. Every time I look at this, every time I look at my sheet here, <laughs> I look at the sheet here. Hey, Anyway, um, so the rumor is damage control versus um, Lita, Trish, and Becky. I like that match. I, I don't think I could have handled a Lita, a Lita Bailey singles match. I think I might have actually may have exploded watching that match, um, personally. <laughs> um, so any any thoughts Al, on that possible six woman tag happening at Mania? Uh, I'm okay with that. I just I still don't understand why we had to have a title change. And I don't know. That's just me. I was surprised. I'm not gonna lie. I was very surprised watching it's it live. It's a strange move, isn't it? Like it's not a bad move it, to me. It's, it's just not a like, bad move. It's, yeah, you're right. It's just it's odd. Like okay, like they literally got together like what two weeks ago not even not even it was last week it was last monday Monday. my thing is this if you're doing this quick talent change is somebody from damage control going someplace no i i have a weird feeling because i watched um bailey bailey's interview on uh, so for people wondering when you're not a month behind on podcast because you travel a lot you get to catch up on other things so i watched bailey on uh, El Hawani's show, because it's Bailey, and why why not? And during mm-hmm. that, she said that if this, if, if something happens, because she she was she kind of recognized the damage control is not what she wanted it to be, mm-hmm. and she's not. And she could tell by her face that she's not exactly happy with the way things are going. And she even said that if the if our last match at WrestleMania at the trio, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with oh. that. She actually said those words. So okay. Maybe the day after, maybe the, day, the night after on Raw, the, the team breaks up. You know, and we get some big thing happen. I think this, is a, this is the problem shield. I have with wrestling these days. Breaking up teams all the time. Why can't a team stay together for years? Well, the New Day. The New Day. The, new example. the only one. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and the Shield. They were together a while. They were a year, for like a, year, what was that, a year and a half? About a year and a half? Yeah. It, wasn't, the, it was not long when you realize it was only like one WrestleMania. Oh, they were together. Really? Yeah, it was only one WrestleMania. They were together for that one. Um, when they were, they did the, they had a six man tag for WrestleMania twenty nine. 
So, okay. Oh, maybe, maybe it's two WrestleMania. Maybe it's two WrestleMania. Let me check that. Let me actually check WrestleMania 30. I'm not 100% of WrestleMania well, 30. Then, then that leaves me with this question. What about Judgment Day? What about Judgment Day? There you go. That's the thing. I mean, what does that have anything to do with anything? Right what does that have anything to do with anything? <laughs> no, but I mean, you got a faction right there. How long do you keep that, that faction together? The faction. The funny part about Judgment Day. Here's the funny part about Judgment Day. We're coming up to WrestleMania, right? WrestleMania yeah. was the debut of Judgment Day last year. And in one year, we've gone from Edge, Edge and Damian Priest, Edge and Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley, Edge and Damian Ripley and Finn Balor, them turning on Edge, Edge then say, declaring, I want to beat you guys up like 87 times and returning from injury about four different times, and Dominic Mysterio happening. That's happened in a year. <laughs> that happened in a year. <laughs> hey, that's a tough hombre you're talking about. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's in jail. You, you slowly had Judgment Day kind of more from the kind of goth type of thing too. Well, now we're going to be you know, in the barrio and, and we're going to be thugs for life, man. <laughs> okay, so by the way, so I'm corrected. I'm saying corrected. The, the Judgment Day lasted about almost two years. The Shield, you mean? The Shield, sorry. The okay. Shield lasted about two years. Okay. But still, that's not a lot of time. That's still not a lot of time. They, got, they, came back, they got back together three times. But the actual original and... Shield, the original Shield debut... It was November 18th, 2012. Okay. And they broke up in the summer of 2014. Yeah, summer of 2014. Okay. So that's not a long time. That's not two years. That's not even two years. It lasts. I well, want a new, like, uh, I don't know, a new Road Warriors. Where are they? You could say the New Day again, I guess. But... New Day is the only one you can think of. It's the only one I can possibly think of right now. Like... <laughs> So yeah, I'm actually just looking it up real fast. I'm literally I'm on, on Wikipedia just trying to get the date of when they bro- when the show broke up. Oh yeah, it was um June 9th, two thousand fourteen. So not even a year and a half, just over a year and a half. That's how long the show was actually together. Okay, that's not a lot of time. That really is not a lot of time at the end of the day, you know. <laughs> so. Um. All right. Let's move over to AW. Well, it's kind of WWE and AW news. So. Yeah. I'm a wrestling observer. This one, this one shocked everybody. So Jay White became a free agent. Jay White, by the way, the first year free agent. For those who missed this one, he did lose the match against Eddie Kingston, and now he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested in that. I think Jay White and WWE would be very interesting. But the rumor going around that WWE that, that Paul Levesque wants Kenny Omega. He wants Kenny Omega. Kenny, Kenny Omega's Omega contract was supposed to expire actually soon. And then um, Tony Khan, being smart, added the injury time onto his contract. I don't think it's expiring at the beginning of 2024. Um, the interesting part about this, it's not even that, that Triple H would want him. I think everyone, I think Kenny Omega is one of the best wrestlers in the world. You want him when you want him. But Kenny Omega is not denying the fact that he wants to leave AEW. Like, he's not denying this. Like, he was in an interview with Renee, and Renee asked him straight up, and he did not say... Like, for instance, Jericho was just asked, would you ever go back to WWE? He said, no. No, I will never go back. Kenny's not doing that. Kenny's being Kenny. And I don't know how to feel about this. Um, John, I'll start with you. Your thoughts on this whole situation with Kenny Omega. Now, I'm, I'm tempted to say, no, that's never going to happen. Of course not. But I thought that with Cody. Um, I don't know. I just think Fuck it seems Cody less Rose. likely to me. With I don't know. I could see his... His style, I, I can't see it adjusting to the way WWE would. I mean, maybe it would, maybe it would. But Cody makes sense in retrospect. You're like, okay, well, he comes from that world. He understands that kind of thing. 
Kenny's a different kind of kind of beast, isn't he? I don't know. Um, I don't want him to leave because I basically I go where Kenny goes. <laughs> if Kenny leaves AEW, I follow him. I'm a Kenny stan. Um, so please please stay, Kenny. I don't want you to join <laughs> WWE because I don't like a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. I, I think maybe he's just playing a little coy, you know, trying to be trying to uh, stir the pot a little bit and not deny it, but not not confirm it either. Like just get the fans talking. Mm-hmm. So, all good. Um, yeah, I uh, I would be shocked. I would be complete, I would be more shocked than Mr. Rhodes joining. Fuck Cody Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I, I don't know. Um, I, listen, if what's his face? Wow, if Roman Reigns defeats Cody Rhodes, okay, I have a feeling it's going to be because Kenny Omega is going to come over, interesting, and they're going to set up that WrestleMania. What's interesting? That's interesting. Mm. So I guess all eyes on that match because I don't know for some reason I just feel like that's going to be the scenario. If Cody wins, no Kenny. If Cody loses, probably Kenny. Interesting. That's an interesting twist. Um, see, I'm, I'm I I think it was Kelly Wells recently was talking. He was on. I forgot what show he was on. He did so many band podcasts on the short handle track, but he's on. But he was talking about this on one of the sports shows, and he went and said he thinks that Cody's losing at Mania. And we're going to lead to Roman and Sammy at SummerSlam, and Sammy's actually going to win at SummerSlam because it's in Toronto. That's wow. Kelly Wells' thought process. I'd be behind that. I mean, and then, and then you get a thousand. Then, fan, you get, so, yeah. then you get past a thousand days, and then you go. I wanted that. to hit a thousand days, so obviously he would have to win. So yeah, so that's that's Kelly Wells' um, thought process. Going into Roman versus Cody. So I don't know. Um, Dad, any thoughts on Omega and anything else here? Um. Yeah. Uh. They're they're got a, a lucrative offer for for Kenny, and it's one that you just can't thumb your nose at because it's the monetary situation substantial. Plus, he's working less days, so I mean, it's like a win win. But the other thing I heard too is that there's another free agent that Paul is also interested in on getting. And maybe if he gets this person, who? Just say who? Just say to who? Kenny to come to come there. To say who? Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi's not a free agent, and besides, he would never come to WWE again. He did that once. He didn't like it. He is a free agent, but no, technically he is, but he isn't. He doesn't well, want. He he made it very clear after the Cruiserweight Classic, he did not want to come back to WWE. Never say never. Involve have some conversations, but he also doesn't want. Another thing, Kota also said he never wants to sign a contract again. He didn't, want, he didn't want to sign a contract with New Japan. He didn't want to sign a contract with them. But the only reason he signed a contract with them because they promised him a championship. That's the only reason. He didn't want to sign a contract with them. He didn't want to sign contracts. This is the main reason he didn't sign with WWE the first time. I guess we'll have to see what happens. So, I but, agree. Um, you know, if any, we talked about Cody before. We never saw that coming. Never say never. It could happen. You're not wrong. I mean, you're not wrong. This is interesting. I- I mean, personally, I would like for Kenny to stay with AEW, but if he's not happy with the direction things are going, then I guess it's time to part ways. I don't know. We'll find out whenever his contract expires. We'll see what happens. I, I, see, I don't know. I don't know, like, 
I remember when AJ Styles came to WWE, and I was shocked. I was actually absolutely shocked. And his music came, I didn't know his music, but when I saw his name, I lost my mind. But the crowd also lost their mind. I don't know if, like, Kenny Omega debuted at the Rumble 2020, 2020, like, 2024, mm-hmm. if it would have the AJ Styles reaction. Because I don't know how, like, how mainstream Kenny Omega actually is outside of the internet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's mainstream in a way, but not not to that level. Right? It, it, AJ Styles was well known. And it right. shocked everybody. And like, right. he, but he was, but people were watching Impact all the time. And people right. stopped, like me stopped watching Impact when he left. And I mean, like, yeah. like that's I mean, the truth. That happened. Like, you gotta, you gotta give devils to with AJ Styles, uh, TNA, before became Impact, and then Independence, New Japan, and then coming to WWE. He he's kind of like touched all the bases, and if people aren't familiar with, you that was seven years ago, by the way. That was seven years ago yeah. when that happened. So I mean, if, if people <laughs> in in that just focus on WWE aren't familiar with the name Kenny Omega. Then maybe they'll give them reason to like go to the internet and look. Oh, at I know, but my point is though, will it get the reaction that AJ got when he debuted? That's the question I have. Like, you know what I mean? It's, only, I'm interested. Only, like, only if you do vignettes and. But, they, but that, that, that's my point. They didn't do vignettes for AJ. I he just it. showed up, and everybody knew who he was. That's my point. Is he that big that you can do that with Kenny Omega like did AJ Styles? I don't think so. So I mean, it's it's not like like a Sting, right? Sting, Sting. I don't care. Sting, Sting's a legend. You don't compare him to this. AJ Styles okay. is the perfect comparison, where okay. he came in with Impact notoriety and New Japan notoriety, and he was in Ring of right. Honor for a cup of coffee. We met him there, but he wasn't on WWE. He wasn't in WCW. Mm-hmm. Like Sting's different. But technically, he was in WCW. But technically, nobody, nobody was remembers. watching. But nobody was watching. <laughs> I was. Hey, I was. Watch your mouth. Watch your I mouth. AJ Styles and Air Paris as a tag team. But like the whole point is though, like Sting is different. Sting's a legend. Like Sting, Sting's a household name. Like that's completely different. You know? Damn right. I'm not, I will never disrespect Sting. I love making. I love having fun with it. I love having fun with the old Asia. But like I give him a lot of respect, especially in AEW right now. The shit he does, like he does, he just not should not be doing the shit he does at his age. But I have full respect for doing it. Yeah, I, I don't know why he's doing it. He doesn't need to, but I'm glad he is. <laughs> there's no reason for it. I mean, you look at the all the knowledge that Sting has acquired to pass on to the younger talent, and I that's why he's there. And and he's also Darby Allen's father. Well, <laughs> That's, that's like like, like that like like that situation with Kurt Angle and uh Jason there is never hey you know what Jason. to to Jason to their credit Jason Jordan did my birthday card last year. We <laughs> 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 did do that last year. But I mean we'll see if if Kenny is is going to make a move or not. We'll see what happens. All right, speaking of someone who's apparently AW in order to leave AEW, your contract just has to expire. That's what I'm learning. Because um, Vicky Guerrero's contract expired apparently recently. She's now available. She's now no longer with the company. I know she was announced for WrestleCon recently. Um, Sal, I'm sorry. Oh, that makes me so sad. 
By the way, if you're hearing the dog barking behind me, I have no idea what they're barking at, and I don't want to get up and check. So I'm just angry about letting Vicky go. Well, it's, it's, it's either it's either because um, um Christian, one of Christian's best friends is here, and she has to get picked up to go to volleyball. So either that's going on, or the male's here. One or the other. I'm not sure which one it is, and I don't care if I get up to find out. So, so now that Vicky's contract has expired, do you see her going to like MLW? I just Ugh. think she. I don't think she has Ugh. to. By the way, I, okay, underneath ver- her. Yes. At most, I could see. I could see if you want to, you know what you do. You put her in the Hall of Fame. You put her in the damn Hall of Fame. That'd be intriguing. That'd be interesting. You put her in the WWE Hall of Fame. Well, and and the, and there you go. Is if you slowly bring into WWE and induct her into the Hall of Fame, then you've covered all the bases with her. It's it's just something I have thought of after talking about it. So I don't know. And she could slap the. Uh... The crap out of uh, Dominic. Oh my god. No, no. Imagine if she came in inside of a Dominic. No! This is terrible. No, no. No, better yet. She comes up and goes, Dominic, I'm your mother. What? By the way, you know what's funny? You know what's funny is um, she did wear the I'm your mommy shirt. For her entrance in AEW that one time, yeah. so like she does, she does approve. She does like appreciate that whole storyline. So you never know; she might just come on and like a special, be like a special guest, and be like, "You, we, we were fighting, but you are actually not. I'm actually your mom." Like it was something simple like that. That would be amazing. Like because didn't Dominic just do an interview saying he looks more like Eddie Guerrero than his own father? Like recently, yeah, he said that in an interview. <laughs> you can't have like a, a, a Maury Povich situation. I, right? I, 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 I cracked up. By the way, can I give Dominic this a little bit of crops here right now for never yeah. breaking fucking character. He never breaks character. He does every interview in his character as like he talks about like hard time, like it's real. Like I gotta give him all the fucking credit. He never breaks character. <laughs> oh my god! Like a year ago, what I thought of Dominic, I'd be like, oh garbage, trash. Don't get him in the ring. And Rubbish. now I'm like, no, I love him. <laughs> oh my god, he's one of my favorite fucking things on TV right now. I never thought I'd say that. I never thought I'd say that. Personally, I'd like to know what person in creative came up with the new character for Dominic. Triple H. It's gotta be. It's gotta. Really? Be. It's gotta be. It has to be. Like it's. It's absolutely perfect. I just need to know. Like where the hell? Like, like the, when he what, the first time when he got out when he got out of jail and he came on TV dressed like fucking Conan. I lost my fucking shit. Not at all. Where are my dogs at? Oh my god! I, I. I. This whole thing has been amazing. And my favorite part. I don't, oh, sorry, you don't watch Fat Town. Last Friday. Last Friday was supposed to be Rhea and Charlotte in the ring, and Dominic came out instead. Dominic <laughs> came out instead and cut this whole promo on Charlotte Flair, compare, saying that they're the same people. Our our fathers treated us like trash. We did not grow up. We grew up in a hard in a hard family. And only difference is I I had hard times. <laughs> and then he goes and says, and then he starts flirting with Charlotte. He starts flirting with Charlotte in the ring to the point where Charlotte goes and says. I have I have an actual like I have a I have to have a better Latino at home with an actual good accent. <laughs> I cracked up at that, and then she goes and confronts him, and Rhea comes out to save him. I was like, this is amazing television. <laughs> no, but though, it's very it's it's sad though, Vicky leaving. I think because I I love her. I think she's great. Uh, I just like that they kept her around. And what are they gonna do with Nyla? Well, Nyla hasn't been around in a while. I will say like what were. What were they really doing with it? I'm managing Nyla Rose, apparently. That's all she was doing. I mean, she honestly, that's all she was doing. But that that could have been great. 
like her and Nyla together could have been amazing, but then like you, you didn't really see them half the time, and mm. she'd randomly no. do other things, like she brought uh, Andrade in and then disappeared again. <laughs> and then Andrade disappeared again. Like, <laughs> Andrade disappeared. Yeah. Like, Andrade went the same route as Miro, apparently. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on maybe, Miro. I'm upset about that. Maybe, maybe they have the same doctor. But no, I, I don't understand what's going on there. Yeah, what the hell is going on with Miro? He just kind of disappeared. Like, I don't understand what happened there. But I think it's going to be something... He's still trying to find his god. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Let me cut a promo about it. I would appreciate it. Like, I'd appreciate that promo. Like, come on now. Like, I, I'm God's Redeemer. I'm sorry, but that's one of the best gimmicks AEW ever did, and they <laughs> fucked it all up. And they fucked it all up. Like, <laughs> It's got to be something behind the scenes, right? It's got to be. I don't understand I, I mean, it. The, the, the new character or persona that Dominic has... Wait, we're notice, or, okay, we're on Dominic now. Okay, back to Dominic. We're yeah. talking about Miro. If you notice, okay. the rest of the Judgment Day, especially Damian Priest, their clothing style is kind of... It's less purple. To, it's uh, less purple. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, like the, the gang. We're, we're tight, man. We're, the, we're a gang. You don't mess with us. We come from the streets, man. You know that, you know? Oh, my God. All right, let's move on to... Let's move on to AW Revolution, the pay-per-view that's on Sunday night this weekend. Why is it on Sunday night? I don't know. I'm actually really aggravated about this because I got so. Are pre- they using? Are they using because... the crappy theme that you've been using every year? I have no idea. I couldn't find a theme song for this one. I didn't bother. I, I was actually looking for things before the show, and I could not find a theme song. But... Because there's no NFL. I don't give a fuck. The WWE <laughs> NAEW in the last year has spoiled all of us and put everything on Saturday nights for the last like year. Fuck this! Put the show on Saturday night. <laughs> Even here in the UK, I like it on a Saturday night because it's on late here, Saturday night, Sunday morning. So I don't really get to watch it. I have to go to bed. But it means I can wake up on Sunday, make some breakfast, and put the show on. Whereas now I've got to, I've got to go through a whole work day, and somehow avoid spoilers. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? You do what I do and just stay on social media for the day because I like. That. For instance. We're recording this on March 1st. Mandalorian dropped today. I have not had time to watch it. I have also not been on social media at all today because I didn't want spoilers. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm not going to say anything. So <laughs> I, I plan maybe, on watching it this weekend. I haven't had a chance maybe, to watch it today. Maybe they can only get the venue for that day. Fuck that. Then get it with a different venue. I'm sorry. I'm really annoyed by this whole Saturday not being on a Saturday night thing. And I've been talking about that since they announced the date in fucking November. So, like... Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I assumed it was on Saturday. So they said March 5th. I went to the calendar to put it on the calendar. Just obviously for the podcast. So I knew the date, our dates we were planning for March. And I'm like, a fucking Sunday? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> oh, damn it. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. But what's interesting about this weekend is Mandy's not even going to be home because Mandy's going to be in New York this weekend for Peloton stuff. So I'm going to be watching the show in the living room with just Dad this, this, this show because he's not going to come out and watch the damn show with us. So like... <laughs> Only if Sammy Guevara's on. And he's not even on the card. He's not oh, even on the card. Looking at the card right now, he's not even on That's the a card. That's point. He's not. What the hell? He's not on the card. Darby's not on the card. Singh's not on the card. Like, there's a lot of people not on the card. Like, it's very interesting. Art Cassidy's not on the card. Are... Like... <laughs> Maybe he's, he'll do a run-in on one of the matches. Well, there's one match that doesn't have a full lineup yet. But other than that, like, this is the lineup announced. Then again, okay, okay. AW Revolution is happening this Sunday. It is Friday morning as you're hearing this. We recorded this on Wednesday before the final Dynamite. If any of the matches were announced, you know, they were probably announced like 18 more matches between now and Friday. We do not know them. So just to throw that out there right now, there is one match on here that is not announced. I'm assuming will happen on the show. But other than that, I don't have a clue. Especially if they announce like seven, like zero, like zero hour matches or something. 
I don't know what's going on with that. So, just throwing it out there right now. If you're hearing this on Friday morning, we don't mention something that was brought up on Dynamite because we recorded this before Dynamite. Because that's when we're all available. All right. And I just had to put that out there like I do every AEW hate review because they decided not to announce the entire fucking card like they used to in the past. <laughs> Oh, so I told that the stuff like two weeks ago. We were talking about that on the show. How they had like one match announced, or like, two matches announced two weeks ago, and and I looked back at something because I was doing. I have I'm doing a bunch of stuff for the history of the show for the anniversary show, and I realized like the first year of AEW, they didn't have the entire fucking card announced before the last dynamite. The entire yeah. card, oh. and now they don't. And it's annoying. It's really fucking annoying. <laughs> I, I always like to know the card. I know people might like, oh, I, I want a surprise. I don't care. Tell me the card. <laughs> I mean, the card we have is good. Yeah, the card we have is good, but it's just like, it was the whole AM card before the, the, for the last Dynamite. It's the last Dynamite. It could be the hype machine. Like, for instance, I'll give you an example. WWE, the last few months, their shows, we know the entire card going into the final SmackDown. And the final SmackDown is just final hype. Yeah. I mean, that's how it's been. Like, they haven't been adding matches on SmackDown. Like, it's actually been refreshing for them not to do that, actually. Because they've been doing that for a while. They've been refreshing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's do this. Um, there's one match on here that's not officially announced. I'm assuming it's happening. It is Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Christian Cage. Finally happening because Christian's finally all well enough to do it. I expect Jungle Boy to win this. There's no reason other than that. Sal, go ahead. <sighs> so tired of these two. Uh... Yeah, I mean, why would Christian Cage win except for to stroke his ego? Trust me, we'll talk about stroking egos later in the card. Um, <laughs> oh, um, well, funny part is, Sal, this match was supposed to be on full gear at your show. This match was supposed to be on your show back in November, <laughs> and then the Christian got yes. And now so, no one gives a shit about this. I thing, know, like I so... was like, I was like, really, we're still doing this, but we're doing it. Um, John, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, it feels like they're kind of just doing it because they're like, we just need to get this out of the way now. Just just finish it. Finish the story. So again, I think Jungle Boy will win because uh, that'll be a nice way to just end it once and for all, round out the story, stop, and let them both do something else. Uh, not not that I hate them. I love both of them. But uh, yeah, come on. It's been dragging on too long. We're understandable with injuries, but still. Yeah, it's... Jungle Boy to win. It's got to be. Dad, yeah. Um... I expect Jungle Boy to win, but my thing is, who gets custody of Luchasaurus? <laughs> Where is Luchasaurus? I figured he would be out here, like, in his corner. Luchasaurus, by the way. Then he got hurt. Maybe, I guess. But the funny part is, I thought I remember reading he got hurt. I'm looking at it. I don't remember. Uh, can't he come to ringside, at least, you know? Because he had, like, the badass entrance. They gave him this badass, awesome heel entrance. And then right. he, got, he must have got hurt or something, because, like, we haven't seen him so, since. <laughs> so... Lugosaurus comes out and he becomes friends with Jungle Boy again. Is that it? Oh no, no we did that already. No, and that lasted like what three days? No, oh, thank yeah. you. What's interesting about that whole thing is like they gave him, they did this whole thing, and they had that great steel cage match. It was a great steel cage match that they had to culminate their feud, and that should have been the end of this. You know? Yes. So, what is this? I just looked up. Um, apparently, um, Lugosaurus is being sued for copyright infringement for his mask. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. So there you go. Um, <laughs> I did not know that. There you go. 
That's right, I remember that. So that might be why, even if he's hurt, he's not coming to ringside, because it's like, well, I, I literally can't show my face. Right, it's the whole gimmick, or, or I'm the guy from Big Brother, I'm not Luchasaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess we'll have to repackage his gimmick. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's no longer a dinosaur then? Okay, fine. Just give him a different dinosaur mask, it's fine. Exactly, like, like there's gotta be something like back Like a here. triceratops. Like, there's gotta be something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, are they using, or, what are they using for or, the new Power, Power Ranger special in April? What are they using for that? <laughs> <laughs> a brontosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, moving on. Um, the rematch that I don't understand why we're having it is Ricky Stark versus Chris Jericho with the GIS, the GIS ban from ringside. I don't is mind this the stroking of the eagle you were talking about. No, no, that's in the tag team tournament later. Um, <laughs> the tag team tournament later. Oh, oh, oh. oh, Jeff Jarrett. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Let's look into a did, Jeff Jarrett. Did, did, did you get the, correl- the correlation? <laughs> stroke and Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> anyway, um, Jeff Jarrett. What? Anyway, anyway, anyway. We'll get to Jeff Jarrett later. Over show. We'll get to Jeff We'll get to that later. I'm ready to die before I forget it. Um, <laughs> anyway, Ricky Stark versus Chris Jericho. This is the weirdest storyline ever because Ricky Stark beat Chris Jericho. Axel Andretti beats Chris Jericho. But then Chris Jericho can't get over it. Ricky should not have to have this match. I don't even know why we're having this match to begin with. I guess from Ricky's point of view, it's like, well, I'm going to prove it wasn't a fluke. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was oh, fantastic yeah. how he tricked it into providing the contract. That cracked me up on Wednesday. I laughed so hard at that. I was like, that was absolutely brilliant. Um, <laughs> but there's no reason for Jericho to win this match, right, Sal? Uh, yeah, now let's keep this losing streak going. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand. It's not even a losing streak. Didn't he, like, pin oh, somebody yeah. else? Like, I don't even know what the fuck this is. Well, my favorite part of the whole thing was, um, uh, Excalibur, like, it was the first time he's ever lost two matches in a row in AEW this year. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's January! It's January! <laughs> the guy in the hood that came out of the audience and gave the, uh, the cameraman the... The Judas effect. Oh god. I'm sorry, but that was that was such a hilarious my base calorie. The first time he's lost two matches in a row in AW this year. That was as open as confusing as Booker T's commentary on NXT. Um John, go ahead. <laughs> John, go ahead. This, um, this one I'm actually kinda I'm, I'm kind of stuck on because I want Ricky to win to again, much like the previous match, just to end it. Like, right, okay, yes. it's done, it's dusted, move on, move on. But there's something in the back of my mind telling me Chris is going to win. He keeps losing lately. Uh-huh. I think he's going to win, and they're going to keep it going another few weeks. Oh, you're very... oh so Jesus I reckon, Christ! I reckon Chris to win. Oh yeah, Dad. Can we check the Fozzy schedule and see if it comes nah, yeah. to any dates in the... <laughs> Genuinely a good point, right? I'm there. actually looking it up right now because I know we've yeah, we got a tour. I, I, I know they're on tour because they're coming to Milwaukee. We're not going, but they are coming to Milwaukee. So let me just right. check the schedule. So, <laughs> I mean, that's that's the only valid point that I can say with him losing is it conflicts with the, the Fozzy schedule, I guess. Actually, Fozzy is starting a tour on the 23rd. And they go till April 17th. I'm trying to see if there's any Wednesdays on this schedule. I have no idea. I'm looking it up real fast. But I know they're in Milwaukee so, during all this. We're but, on to you, so Chris I, I, I don't expect Chris to win this one. I really don't. So, all right. Let's move on to a match that... The only reason it's in here is because there's no title on the line. That's why it's so low on the card here. It is the Texas Death Match. 
it is John Moxley and his blood versus Hangman Adam Page and his apparently terrible team music. I don't know what that was. That was strange on last week's Dynamite. Um, but I hope that was just a mistake and it was not his real team music. Um, yeah, his old music was great. It's, it's, it. it's badass. I don't understand why they changed it. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to guess. I don't know. I'm sorry you go first. Um, thank goodness this isn't a first blood match because it would be like under 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, That's so true. You're not wrong. I, I'm going to play, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hangman's going to win. Mm, okay. By the way, I just looked at the schedule. There is no Father's date on Wednesday. Oh, how convenient. And by the way, including the Wednesday, they're in Milwaukee. So just to note that. Okay, continue. Um, John, I'll throw it to you. I'm going to let the dog Okay. I, I also think uh, Hangman's going to win. Um, I think that maybe Moxie's going to lose and finally, finally, finally get that time off he wanted. <laughs> Before all the CM Punk stuff went down, you know, it, apparently he was going to have like a break, have a little vacation. I think he's he's going to lose, and he's going to he's going to take a good few weeks off, and you won't see him for a little bit because he's he's been holding down the fort, whether you like him or not. Yes, yes. Is he dead? I, 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 I have to echo John's uh, comment, sir. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever happened to him taking the time off he needed, and and he was supposed to, and something else came up, and he stayed. My thing is, yeah, I don't think he's going to win. Uh, he's got to take that time off for his body to heal and recover because him constantly doing what he's doing, the wear and tear on his body is is, is not going to go away. It's just going to get worse where he's going to end up having major surgery done. And here's the thing. You've got this wonderful wife. You've got this wonderful child. Do you want to be basically coming out from some sort of surgery where you can't do what you want to do, you can't hold your child, you can't pick up your child, you can't do this, you can't con- reconnect with your family. Come on, take some time off. Did you forget, did you forget about his puppies? Did you forget about the puppies? Uh, Poor Blue, you forgot him. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Personally, I'm leaning towards Hangman as well to win this. I think this whole feud is culminating with Hangman finally winning. Um, I have heard rumors that they are... I don't. I said I have not seen any spoilers for Ring of Honor because I wanted to watch the show as it aired. But I've heard things about Ring of Honor tapings that the, the um, Blackpool Combat Club is coming off more heelish. Well, we noticed that recently on Dynamite. So it, what's interesting about that? Maybe Mox is turning full heel, yeah. and that would mean Hangman wins this match and beats a heel John Moxley. That's intriguing to me. Very intriguing to me. That would be good. That would be although this this whole uh, thing with with the Blackpool Combat Club. It's not just me who's noticed that Danielson seems to not interact with them at all, right? I've noticed the same thing. He he yeah. comes out. He still has their logo on his on his video screen, but not actually part of the group. He's got nothing to do with any of them. It's weird. Yeah, the only thing I've noticed is his. I see the Black Hole Love still on his video wall. That's the only thing I've ever noticed. But other than that, he's not on anything else. So, but, I don't get it. <laughs> if you if you notice within the Black Pool Combat Club, um, it seems like Claudio's kind of like. The referee of yeah. the rest of the members, you know, it's like you gotta stop John from going after Wheeler Yuta because actually, no, that hasn't know. been an issue lately. That actually hasn't been an issue lately. But I've noticed lately, I I think it was during the Wheeler Yuta Orange Cassidy match on Dynamite that Claudio came out and was like getting Wheeler to be tougher and be like more crazy. Like I noticed Didn't that he slap him. Yeah, like it was, it was very regal. It was very regal. 
So, I, I, I thought it was interesting. So, Claudio's like the big brother, is that it? Maybe. Yeah. Or he's the new leader. Sense, or he, he could be the new leader. Or the new leader. He rein Moxley in and stop his... Because Moxley can't be a leader. He's wild. Right. So, it makes sense. <laughs> like, I'm Oh, he's charge. wild, all right. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Renee said. <laughs> I have never heard her complain. Never heard her complain. Oh, <laughs> oh. Go, going old school as well. He is the titty master. So. Yeah, that's true. It's in his book. That is in his book. That is not a joke. <laughs> he proudly proclaimed it in his book. So, I <laughs> right, move on. We talked about this man earlier, but it is the AEW World Trio Championship match. It is the elite Kenny Omega and Young Bucks versus the House of Black, Malachi Black. Brody King and Buddy Matthews, the weirdest hype match I've ever seen because they have not really interacted much except for one light going out on a rampage. And who the hell watches rampage anyway? That is high. It is not that Man, is not I high like it. me. <laughs> okay, John, I've made this joke on the show a lot. <laughs> I, I this past Friday, and I can say this now because I I I've been open about this for the last year. Every Friday, end of the week, we take a gummy and we get high during SmackDown into Rampage. But how do you get to Rampage? Me and Mandy are high up like a fucking kite. <laughs> we get to Rampage. Last Friday, because of the NBA All-Star game, they had the we had Rampage on earlier in the day before SmackDown. Uh, okay. So we watched Rampage first. That show is terrible sober. <laughs> that show was awful. It's just an hour of That show was bad. Again, I watch it the next day, so I watch it Saturday morning. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, but that match is that show is bad. I, I, I watch it every week, but it is bad. It's <laughs> and, time for the main event. Like, but, yeah, like, I'm sorry, like, it's. Ugh. But like, nobody watches the damn thing in this country. I feel like nobody watches it. Like it's bad. But but yet. AEW is going to have, like, an all-access program. But that's different. It's a reality show, and it's right after Dynamite. That's different. That's completely is, different. This is where it's different here, because it's on Fight TV. Um, you can get it other means, but that's how I get it. So I get AEW+, and it's just on there as another show. So are the dark shows. You know, it just comes up. Oh, here's a new AEW episode. And you're like, okay, watch. Like, I don't have to do anything. I just press okay, and it plays it. So it doesn't mean anything to me. All the shows, <laughs> it's just continuous thing. So that's the only way that we even know this match is happening is you watch Rampage. Um, there's zero reason to take these belts off the, the elite. There is no reason unless they're going to do something actually with the Bucks and Kenny. Unless they're actually going to do something with them. There's unless, no reason. because they just paid for the damn theme music for them. There is no reason to take the belt off them. Unless. Yeah, Dad. Yeah, you're sorry. Unless someone is going to leave and jump ship. But that's not going to happen now. The contracts don't expire right now. That's the problem. How does it expire right now? You, you basically kind of play this and you let it play out over a period of time. Okay, so you're picking the health block to win this thing. Yes. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I was actually okay. This is it's a weird match because it could be a toss-up really at the end of the day. So it's an interesting match for that. John, go ahead. I, maybe that's controversial of me to say. I think the House of Black might win it, and I think it's because. You know, you you got the elite coming back from suspension. They got the they got the belts back because it's like, well, they were supposed to have them, so let's give them back to them. Um, but now, what do you do, story wise? What's going to happen if they defeat the House of Black? What do you then do with the trio titles? I think the House of Black get them to sort of kickstart the story that's been missing from this match, and then it continues. It goes on and on because, as you said, there's been no real build. And we'll have another best of seven series. Um, 
For God. Well, not to that extent. What the fuck was that about? I'm sorry. I'm still like, that was so weird. By the way, quick note before I hit it to sell. Speaking of Rampage, how do you have the Young Bucks on Rampage against Aussie Open? And neither match, neither, neither fucking team gets an entrance on the show. Like, how do you have the Young Bucks not have their entrance on television? Like, that made no sense. There's no time for that shit, you know? What's an hour. Like, what are you doing here? There was a miscommunication in communication. It's called editing. It's called editing. I didn't understand the edit. I did not get that at all. Like, why are the Young Bucks not getting an entrance on fucking fucking Rampage? You've got to get a move on. There's more matches. There you go. Stop stop booking seven matches on Rampage. Like, stop watching seven matches on Rampage. Look how Excalibur is basically announcing everything. Somebody explain to me why Dustin Rhodes is Fucking, Dustin Rhodes is in a fucking feud on Rampage. Someone explain that one to me. I don't understand that. Although, having said all of this, right, I've late only recently I just discovered that YouTube uh, show, uh, Wrestling Bios, and he does Reliving the War, you know, where he, he goes through the Monday Night Wars. And I didn't realize how much, for better or worse, WCW crammed into their shows. Like, each match is like, right, you got five minutes. There'd be like. Three matches to one WWF one. It was crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, you could kind of do that with with Rampage, I suppose. Uh, <sighs> someone was talking about that. I read earlier today. Was it um, was it was it Matt Hardy? Was it, it was I don't know. His, like, talking about storylines. Someone was saying like maybe they should um, actually you know scale it back a little bit. They're doing. Oh, it was Joey Janela. It was Joey Janela. He was saying. You know, the shows, they've got like 20, 30-minute matches. You, you, you don't need that, really, on a, a weekly show. I know. Especially I, when you have 700 different people on your roster. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, he said that as well. He's like, well, they've got this giant roster. And you don't, you know, a weekly show, you don't need the matches to be that long. And WCW proved it to me. Like, oh, five minutes, there you go. Brilliant. Dean Malenko <laughs> versus Eddie Guerrero. Five minutes. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sal, you're, you've never got your pick on this match. Yeah. Um... I feel like if House of Black loses, it like totally negates what they're all about and what they're trying to prove. So I see, uh, um, I see them winning. And then I think about were the House of Black in a random feud with Eddie Kingston and Ortiz for no reason that it got dropped. Yeah, what happened to that? What happened yeah. to that? Like they were in a feud and then they had dropped. Like I don't understand what happened there. And then Eddie Kingston I'm... apparently yeah. moving on because I swear the main event for Supercard of Honor and Eddie Kingston's in it. So like, who's gonna like join the House of Black or something? I, I don't understand exactly. That's the problem. I don't know what the hell is going on. That's the problem. Anyone, <laughs> anyone to do Japan? That's what. Aye, aye. All right, moving on. This is the match that's happening. Um, it is AEW World Tag Team Championship. It is the Guns for some reason defending the tag team titles against the acclaimed with Daddy Ass against Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett for some reason against a team that's winning. In the Casino Battle Royale on Wednesday night, um, it was rumored to be FTR. I don't know for sure, but that's what I've heard rumors. Um, John, go ahead. You first. Uh, right. Okay. Okay. Let me just start off by saying I'm clearly the only Jeff Jarrett fan in the in the. <laughs> uh, I, I've always loved him. Always. I don't that's care. A joke. So, so listen up, slap nuts. Uh, <laughs> That despite that, Jeff ain't gonna win. I don't see him winning. You know what I think? I think this might sound crazy. Keep it on the guns. Because nobody expected them to win. 
like nobody hates them but nobody also is like a, a huge fan are they like so i think this will help actually build them like they somehow pull it off maybe they don't win clean or whatever that's fine they somehow win and it's like ha now they're getting like super heel heat it's like everyone thought oh they're transitional champs no screw you we're not you know what's funny so sal will get this joke more than anybody else the medium go back and forth a lot of times, Sal responds to something is meh, meh, or his or or, or the whatever he does with the. It's always meh. I always laugh about it. When the guns won the belt, that was the most meh reaction I've ever heard from a crowd ever. <laughs> <laughs> the most indifferent meh reaction I've ever that heard. My mind. <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened? It was so great. It was not, it wasn't even like dead silence. There was no booing. There was a lot of people confused. Because <laughs> this is such a big it's a heel champion and it's a multi-team match. I think you keep it on the heel champions. You've got to have a face team, I think, beat them decisively later down the road. One on well not one on one, two on two. That's me, yeah. Um it's a me or the acclaimed are really, really dumb. Because how do you cash in your rematch clause in a four-way. <laughs> I don't understand yeah. that logic. That logic made no also, sense to me. Also, can I just point out, AEW doesn't have a rematch clause. But they said rematch clause. I know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Makes no sense. They've gone to great lengths to explain how there is no rematch clause in AEW in the past. <laughs> Although, but, but notice, notice they went out of their way during the Samoa Joe um, Darby match saying Darby said no rematch. So maybe they changed the rules and they're making it more clear now that they will be rematches in the future. I mean, like, okay. I've noticed that lately. See, my brain just says, put the belt off in the acclaimed, but I also wonder who this mystery team is. So, like, if it was FTR, <laughs> like, if it was FTR, they win the belt back. That's, like, where my brain goes, too. Like, but that's obvious, isn't it? Like, eh, okay, FTR win again. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> FTR, FTR finally comes back and they give them about the belt so they don't loot the company. That's what that is. <laughs> that's what that's called. Possibly. Ah. But um, I'm going to go with the acclaim because I just refused to pick the guns and I refused to pick Jeff Jarrett. So <laughs> I refuse. So go ahead. Yeah, John will be proud. But um, I mean, I just I envision Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett being champions because that's just what Jeff Jarrett does. He just comes in and he's 97 years old and takes the championship. Because he's got stroke. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to lead into a stroke. Oh, oh. <laughs> See, Dad can make those jokes. He's actually he's a stroke survivor. He can make those jokes. <laughs> You're allowed, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Dad, you your pick. Yeah. Um, here's something that I came to mind. It's this thing with Dustin Rhodes and then Keith Lee coming out. Yeah, actually, what from what that? I've heard, from what I've heard, they're going to be on the pre-show against um, Swerve and What's-His-Face. So I'm parking your drop. Okay. So, so I mean, I'm I'm thinking that if they're entered in the Casino Battle Royale and they're the team that's there, think about the putting belts on Lee and Dustin Rhodes. Boy, that would be interesting. If Dustin Rhodes is holding a belt in EW and then Cody Rhodes beat Roman Reigns and you have the Rhodes brothers holding belts in separate companies. See, <laughs> no, no, yeah, think about it. <laughs> Tony does it first. I would oh, no. like Dustin to get one more title of some sort before he retires. Right. So I mean, that I agree with. That I agree with. So put the I all Atlanta championship on him. There you go. <laughs> they, okay. Or the all Pacific championship that they're going to probably debut in six months. <laughs> so here's my thing: if 
daddy ass is still with the clan, <laughs> and something happens where he costs the clan the chance. Do you see him aligning with his sons? No, I don't actually. But I do love the fact. I'm sorry, I, I just cracked up at the sentence. If Daddy Ass is still with the acclaim, <laughs> it's a fantastic sentence. I just cracked up at. I'm sorry. It's amazing. It's absolutely fantastic. I love seeing Billy Gunn happy, and I think it's doing the guns wonders that he's not with them. True. You're not wrong. You're not. Yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, who else? Who else? But Dad can put you over. I mean, and when he does, he does it well. But my, I think it's great that Justin Roberts has done give it up and it says, the acclaimed, with daddy ass. <laughs> with daddy ass. <laughs> give yeah, it up on it now. It's, it's so it's, funny to me. Like, it's, it's, not, so funny. it's not Billy Gunn anymore. It's daddy ass. Yeah, it, it's just so damn funny. That's the thing right now. Like, <laughs> um, so they should have a t-shirt that says, tap that ass. <laughs> I'm going to let that one sit there and move on. Um, <laughs> oh, I liked it. AEW Women's World Championship match. Um, it is Jamie Hayter taking on Soraya versus Ruby Soho. Um, I I, I got to give them credit for at least having a women's storyline. I give them a lot of credit for that. I, I can't yeah. argue with it. I don't understand it, but at least it's happening. Um, <laughs> um, I, 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 are Britt and Jamie faces now? Is that what it is? Are they faces I, now? I think so. Um, Tweeners? Anti-heel? I don't know. That's the problem. The problem is... Because now that the Alexa show is going on, and Adam Cole is a heavy baby face, uh, was this whole storyline a way to get Britt to turn face so that they could be on the Alexa show and nobody's questioning why they're together? It could I, be. Yeah. I, didn't well, thought, it, I thought it, about it, that when I was watching Adam Cole. Like, I, was like, I thought about that on Wednesday. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it's possible, but the thing is, do you want to see a title change? Well, I'm not talking about title change. I'm just asking a question. I'll just ask a question. Like, okay. I mean, ask about the match. I don't know. Ask me a question. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know if that connection is going to happen or not. I'm not. Okay. Maybe in time, but I don't think right now. Fair enough. All right. So back to this match. Um, I don't understand this feud. I don't understand how we got here, but I guess we're here. Um, there's no reason to take the belt of Jamie Hater unless you're putting the belt on Ruby Soho. I don't see it happening. I don't even know, again, why we're having a title match here, except for the fact that they want to have a women's title match on the show. They could have had, like, a six-woman tag and had Ruby Solo pick sides. Like, that you could have done, and it made more sense. <laughs> would have made more sense. But, no, that's where we are. I'm still trying to figure out how Ruby Soho classifies as an AEW original. I'm still trying to figure that one out. Um, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. She's kind of... The way I see Ruby in this, like, so you've got an, uh, an original, you've got a... Uh... They were called them the Outsiders. Britt and Jamie are originals. Britt and um, Jamie are originals. And then you have Surrey and Tony, which is abrupt heel turn. But at least it makes sense why they're aligned. It makes I get sense. that. But then Ruby, I think, is one of those who is literally in between. Like, uh, like she came in after the originals, but before this other influx of people. So she feel like the, the, the story is supposed to be like, well, I feel like one foot in one camp, one foot in another. Oh, wait, what then, happened like, to Sheeta uh, in all oh, this? Well. What happened to Sheeta? She was involved for like a minute, and now she's not involved anymore. Uh, yeah, uh, who knows? <laughs> I was just curious because she was involved in the beginning, and then she disappeared. Like I was wondering about that myself. Well, that's my th- as much as I love AW, it's my favorite company. Uh, they have a habit of dropping storylines. Please stop dropping them. <laughs> yes. See them through to conclusion. <laughs> so, yes. Oh, okay, so Sal, why don't you go ahead? <laughs> On the match itself. On the actual match. Yeah, Jamie. Fair enough. Um, 
I don't say a big time on Jamie. Uh, yeah, I, I think keep it on Jamie. You don't want to. You don't want to move it off her now, especially if she's just turned face, right? True. I'm dead. I'm gonna rock the boat and go with Soraya, only because you know you're the new kid that came on, and you've aligned yourself with Tony Storm, and I'm sure there's others that you know you you'll align yourself with. And then you got Ruby Soho, who basically, if you look at the storyline, is she siding with Jamie or is she siding with Soraya? So is this the time you, you basically push the button and say, okay, Ruby does a turnabout and she now Ruby becomes a heel? The only way I see a title change happening here is, like you said, Ruby turns on Jamie. But I also... It, 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 this is going to be a random memory that popped into my brain as you're talking. It just random memory that popped into my brain. It's when Samoa Joe in, 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 in TNA turned on and turned heel by giving the belt to Kurt Angle in a King of the Mountain match. <laughs> and then Kurt Angle kissed him on the forehead for giving him the belt. I remember that moment. And that's what popped into my brain when you said that. Like, <laughs> where Ruby would, would help Zaria win. And then Soraya would be the leader of their faction. That's the only way it makes sense for Soraya to win the belt. That's the only way it makes any sense. Okay. So, but I don't see it happening. But that's the only way it makes sense. Um, Moving on to the TNT Championship. Samoa Joe versus Wardlow. So, what was the point of Darby Allen's run? <laughs> what was the point of that? Like, I, I love Darby. Don't get me wrong. I love Darby. And I love him as champion. But what was the point of that title reign? And we were just going to get right. Samoa Joe Wardlow anyway at the Hebrew. Like, what was the point? <laughs> it was fun uh, for a minute. <laughs> it was weird. I think, I, I think it was to appeal to some of the talent and probably mostly to Darby's fans, but that's just a... It was just an interesting thing now looking back that Darby's not even in the title match at the, at the hate review after having that really fun run. Like, <laughs> it's weird to me. Was he... He was the champion when he... Um... Went to Japan with Sting, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Was that yes. the reason? So maybe. That they sent a champion to Japan. Maybe that's interesting. Yeah. Anything about that? That's a good, uh, point. That's a good point. A very good point. I didn't yeah. think of. I didn't even think of that point. That's a good point. Yep. Um. So this match is happening. I don't see them keeping the belt on Samoa Joe. I think they're taking the belt on Samoa Joe, putting it on Wardlow, and then Joe will stay on mm -hmm. ROH TV as the TV champion regularly. And Joe will be like the biggest face, even though he's a heel over Ring of Honor TV. Um, <laughs> which is hysterical. I love Samoa Joe for that reason. He can be the biggest asshole in the world, but everyone loves him. And I, well, I love Samoa Joe so much. back in the day. Exactly. Yeah. Samoa Joe is exactly what it is now. Like, I love them. I've loved them. I've loved them since TNA, like the beginning of the TNA run. Like, yeah, I love yeah. Samoa Joe. Wendy. So, Warlord wins the title. John, go ahead. Ah, this is another one I'm torn on because on one hand, I. Agree. I think, you know, get the title on Wardlow so Joe can kind of help establish Ring of Honor, well, re-establish, you know, Ring of Honor. That makes perfect sense. But at the same time, maybe now is the time to have another good long TNT run for someone because, you know, it's moved around a lot lately. And I like that because I view it as like a, a TV title. Which it is. Just Which it is. Time limit, you know? Which it is. So it's basically <laughs> a TV title. Which and that is the belt you want to kind of hot potato. That's the one you can have fun with and mess around and you know uh, keep the world championship for few and far between defenses in my eyes. 
So, I, I, uh, what do you do? What do you do? I'm leaning more towards what you said. Uh, get it on Wardlow, and then maybe he has a long run. And uh, and Joe can sort of disappear off to Ring of Honor for a little while. Hey, Sal? Uh, yeah, I see Wardlow winning. Fair enough. Um, Dad? Yeah, Wardlow. I mean, if you look at the way his storyline is, and he's had these interviews, I mean... To do all this and not put the belt on him, to me, was a waste of a good story and setup and everything. And you don't want to basically kind of just kind of leave it laying there and kind of go, eh, okay, that's where it is and that's where it goes. No, let's culminate this and do it the right way. So what you're saying is, if you're going to put a dead dad card, you win the belt. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting out. You're getting out of here. Okay, yep. cool. I'm just yep. trying to clarify it. All right, let's get to our main event. Um, that probably still come on at like 11 p.m. Eastern time. Um, AEW World Championship. It is MJF versus Brian Danielson in a 60-minute Iron Man match. Because what AEW pay-per-views need is a 60-minute Iron Man match. As they need on pay-per-view, of course. All I can, all I can oh say God. is you get your snacks and go to the bathroom before you watch it. Oh my God! I, I what, I'm sorry, but why? Why? <laughs> Maybe I'm a hypocrite here because I talked about WrestleMania should be shorter. I can all I can let AEW off because they have so few pay per views. So you're like, okay, fine, fine. They don't have one a month. That's that's what makes it okay. <laughs> I mean, they have five. Well, four. They have four, and then they have Forbidden Door. So five. Yeah, so that's mm. okay. I can I can let them have a five hour show. You know? I'm just like, oh my God, this match is gonna go so fucking long. Didn't Shawn Michaels have a uh, 60 minute match? I, I think my logic here, though, and the problem is, John, and you said it perfectly before, you're not watching it live. You're watching it the next day. That's the difference. The yeah. three of us are watching it live, and Sal is on the East Coast. <laughs> and I can't wait till Sunday night when Sal starts complaining about how late it is, and he doesn't work on Monday. I do. <laughs> I do. Again, that's why it should be Saturday. <laughs> I agree. I agree with you. But like, I can't wait for that conversation on Sunday night when he starts complaining that it's almost midnight and he can play his word. He can play Wordle, and I am that I I have been waiting for work in like four hours. <laughs> I mean, I know Brian can do sixty, no problem. He's got the good cardio. What about MGS? I think that's the point. That's why we're doing this. Um. Yeah. So I guess to prove it to the naysayers. I guess let's go around here and pick your winner and pick the falls. Like who won, how, how many falls and how this is going to end up. Um, I think MJF obviously is retaining. I'm going to go, I'm going to go maybe 3-2. Uh, 3-2 maybe three, two. Three, two, and one of them is like a disqualification. Or like MJF gets disqualified on purpose for a fall like Brock Lesnar did in his Iron Man match against Kurt Angle. That's SmackDown. Which, by the way, if you want to watch a good Iron Man match, that was a great Iron Man match. <laughs> the Brock Lesnar-Kurt Angle won on SmackDown with a great Iron Man match. But, um... That's how I think this is going on. So, like, 3-2 MJF, MJF retains Sal. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I was thinking, you know, MJF would be the type of person that would, let's say, lose. Let's say he's losing 2-1, and there's 15 minutes left. And then, bam, bam, two in a row, people come punch him in the face or whatever. <laughs> so, we get to the disqualification. Oh, my God, I didn't think about that. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I so, didn't, I didn't I, I'm right. also saying I'm also saying three two with two disqualifications. I like I didn't think of that. That's a great one. <laughs> I that's a great twist on the on what I just said. That's great. I like that one. Um Dad, go ahead. I'm going to go with Bill changing hands to Brian. 
it's going to be 4-2 with one disqualification. And the disqualification is going to be the ref sees them using the wonderful ring. And then now the ref packets the ring. I'd like to know that dad, for the last year, she's getting home in the reins. And now with MJF for the physical side of the fence, he's picking against MJF. I'll make a note of that. I'll make a note of that. <laughs> um, John, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to think outside the box then, since you've all said sort of like the same kind of stuff. I, I'm going to, I'm going with MJF, but I'm going to say, because of what I just hinted at before, that I think this is to prove the naysayers wrong. Because you get some people saying, well, MJF is a good character, but he can't wrestle. Idiots, let me just say. Um, I think he's going to win, and it's going to be one to zero. I think he'll cheat. I think he'll use the ring, but I think that's going to get him the fall at the very end. That's what I'm going. That's and intriguing. then he'll be like, "Ha ha, one zero." I and people, and the next people, people complain like, "What the fuck did we just watch for an hour? <laughs> it was only one fall." <laughs> no matter what you do in an Iron Man, people complain. If there's ten falls, they complain. If there's one, they I know. But trust me, if people stay up for a full hour and it's one nothing, oh my god! <laughs> hey. Back in the day, uh, wasn't it Brett versus Michaels where there were no falls? In it was overtime. Time. It ended up in overtime. I'm like, yeah, like yeah. I'm sorry, but like that's going to make the fucking internet fucking explode. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if I remember right, when MJF does his promos and he's talking about respect, would he the win over Brian that would basically cause Brian to respect MJF? Then is that it? Respecter is he talking about like how he, he's being he's left by his fiance or he may have killed somebody or he may have pulled a dead body over and put him out of the driver's seat. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? What is he talking about? And, 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 and my puppy ran away. Wait, I think my rich fan said it perfectly on um, everything this morning. That this is like the Joker in the Dark Knight, where every time he tells a story, it gets more ridiculous and it's different every time. <laughs> yeah, you find out later that it's right. based well, on wait truth. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> did look up something, and and there is truth to the story he's saying. But is it though? Is it true, or is it his fiance took the photos down because people know that he know people would look it up? That's we thing. did look it up and found out. Yeah, he. No, he no, no. Well, listen to what I'm saying. Say. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what okay. I'm saying. Guys. Or. Is it a situation where he told his fiance to take all the photos down because they know people would look it up? Oh, okay. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like you got to look at it from MJF's perspective here. He's such a great he's, heel that he would do something like that. He's not <laughs> dedicated to the gimmick. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I just thought about that. Like, yeah. <laughs> And, and basically make the gimmick work for him. I exactly. Guess. He's been doing okay. that since day one. He's literally been doing that since day one. Like, remember, remember All In. He was fucking doing pictures. Uh, he was paying. He were paying for him to flip them off in camp pictures. Yeah. Like, that's what he was doing at All In. <laughs> so, and that was, that was, two thousand. what was that, like, 2018? Like, well, like, yay. Amazing. So, that is... AW Revolution. We're, no one's going to get any sleep except for John on Sunday night. Um, <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> um, so that's that. I, I think before we go, Sal, you sent me a breaking news story. Maybe we should just address it real fast because the next week's show, we're not really doing a lot of wrestling talks. So why don't you tell us what the hell just happened that you're broken news to me? Uh, yeah, Sonia Deville. Let me bring it up. Uh, she was arrested in Atlantic City uh, after a firearm was found in her car without a proper permit because it is permitted in Florida, not in New Jersey. 
Didn't she just recently get engaged? Yes, she did just get engaged. She did just get okay. engaged last week. Um, this is breaking news. Like, as we're doing this on, on the 1st of March, so I don't wow. know anything else. We're literally getting the breaking news as we're doing the show, so. So, I have no idea what this is going to do as far as management in WWE. I don't know. We'll find out. It's interesting to me. But you're right. It, it, it's illegal in Jersey, but it's not illegal in Florida. And she's based in Florida, so I don't know how this works. Is it just going to be like a slap on the wrist? Like, you forgot you had that? in Maybe. Because was it in a car? You it was in well, a car. I think... I think the, the 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 thinking is going to be because she had that issue with that stalker. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? She's got to right. protect herself and keep herself safe. And maybe right. she didn't realize that the permit in Florida does not transfer to Jersey when she's traveling or whatever. whatever the yeah. case. Well, I think what's going to end up happening is this whole thing will be reviewed by district attorney. And once it comes out that she's doing it because of the stalker situation, then I'll probably I drop it, right? Being exactly, blood. exactly. But yeah, I just wanted to bring it up because you broke it as we were doing the review, and I was like, well, it's the and end it was of the in, review. And it was in the glove compartment of her car, and it was a valet, which I don't know why he was going through her glove compartment, which is a weird situation. But it's not like she was, like, you know, wailing around outside at a restaurant or anything right, like right. either. Exactly. So, all right. Does the, there you go. does the article indicate whether or not the gun was loaded? I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters in Jersey. I don't think it matters. So, all right. Well, that being said, okay. Let's get out of here. Let's wrap things up here. We're going to end the show with um. Talk. I actually didn't have this plan, but I will. We're going to end the show with the Grayson Waller theme music because I love this music and it's a great way to end the show. So, Sal, take it away. Go. Yeah, for more information on our show, including where you can find us on social media or watch the show on YouTube, go to theblakeasasha.com. And please, 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 don't forget to comment or leave a rating and review. And we'll be on the show. Dad, say your thing. Hey, as always, it's been your pleasure. And uh, hey, if you just happen to have a local independent wrestling organization where you live at, please patronize these people. These are young men and women coming up in the wonderful world of sports entertainment professional wrestling they want to basically show you what they're capable of doing by looking at their wonderful character persona and their their moves the whole package so that way they can go out and get that brass ring to a major organization and if you do this then you'll make everyone happy uh but do it safely please don't act like a jerk just just do it because you gotta remember sometimes it's a family atmosphere and you gotta kind of Watch what you're doing. So, hey, and always, hey, be good to yourself, love yourself, and be good to others. All right, John, get your plugs in, go. Yeah, I've, uh, if you want to hear more of me, I've got three podcasts. I've got um, Bat Minute, where we talk about Batman. I've got Miami Minutes, where we talk about the So Bad It's Good masterpiece Miami Connection. And I also have Hedvig Inch by Angry Inch, which is about the musical Hedvig and the Angry Inch. And uh, I've recently become sort of friends with the people who run Pro Wrestling Eve here in the UK. So check out Pro Wrestling Eve. Uh, I think you can get it online. I think you can. Well, there you go. Uh, I should have asked them before I did this, but there you go. There check it out. Look Pro it up. Wrestling Eve. Look it up. Mm-hmm. The current champions, Miyu Yamashita from TJPW. Great, great wrestling. All right, cool. Um, next week, me and Sal are going to sit down with Mike as long as he gets in touch with me and tells me he's good to talk about the NHL trade deadline. Um, it's been a crazy one. I really want to sit down and talk about it. It's been a lot going on. Um, it's Timo time. Um, remember, on March 28th, join us for uh, our live show talking about doing our 10-year anniversary live. Um, go, go to all social media for more information. 
let's get out of here. Thank you so much, John, as always, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. And um, I'm Blake. I'm Sal. I'm Mark. And you've been listening to the Blake and Sal Show with Mark. Have a good day, everybody. The Rangers. so very much goodbye and good night bye bye bitch <laughs> <laughs>